Ian Edwards, who also doesn't need an intro, should need an intro also to mm-hmm. all of our people here who should know Ian, because uh, we were talking, how long ago has it been since we, uh, is, it, is it over a year now? It's over, it's, a over, it's, over, it's over a pandemic and a half, at least yeah. three pandemics ago. Do we have more coming? I mean, I mean we, we have a war. <laughs> it's yeah. the beginning of it. So, I know, yeah. This yeah. is, it's, it's everything. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, last time we talked, yeah, it seems weird. We just, I come to you in times of crisis. <laughs> and real trouble then. <laughs> but what's up? What's new? Tell me, tell me what's going on and then we'll get into all the stuff. Uh, just, I'm in LA and I'm, uh, I'm trying to not figure my way back. Like before the pandemic, it was like stand up, stand up, stand up in the podcast, you know, and then the pandemic happened and then everything changed and shifted a little bit. And then LA is like one of the slowest places to like open back up fully. There's other States that are just doing their thing. They don't care or they're just over it or they're in some intermediate stage and LA it's just, it, it's, it's almost back, but it ain't like this, you know, the mm-hmm. people are willing it back, yeah. but there's still regulations and stuff like that. So can you tell, can you tell me though, why everyone, and I mean, everyone is moving out of California? What is, what's going on and how come you're staying? I mean, that was during the pandemic. Okay. Like every, everyone moved out of New York during the pandemic, but like people came back. Oh, I thought there was some big movement like Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, this person, oh, that yeah, person. Yeah. A lot of moved to Texas. A just lot a of business businesses. Thing. And some people did. But uh, it's okay. weird because they're still constructing new buildings every time I drive down the street. And, <laughs> and, and the, the cost of actual buying a place keeps getting higher. Yeah, so exactly. it's like we need to lose more people for that shit to go down. Right. So. <laughs> Um, you leave and leave. Well, so I also the last time, and for those of you who didn't catch the first podcast, of course, obviously we'll link it right down below, but Ian is a big football fan and wait, correct me if I'm wrong. You were, you were born in England. Were you born in England? Yeah. 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 I was born, born in England. England. Yeah. Where in England though? Uh, London. You're born like in London. A, like a shepherd's bush. Okay. I don't, mm-hmm. I should know where that I'm always in like, Angel, not far from Arsenal Stadium. I actually went to an Arsenal game last time I was there. Oh yeah. But uh, how, if you're born in London, are you not supporting your your little Shepherd's Bush team because they're shit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When when I was growing up, my mother was a big Queens Park Rangers fan. The stadium was like right around the corner, so like I used to walk by and like hear the people inside chanting and stuff like that. But then, you know, we moved to Jamaica and then we weren't getting games out there. The, the games yeah. we were getting out there was before it was uh, Spurs, like Golf Crooks, Glenn Huddle. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, that. Uh, yeah. OK. And then uh, and then that stopped and then 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 moved to America and then slowly we started getting the Premier League here. So just falling in love with the Premier League and. Uh, I just picked and fell in love with Man U. It 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 axed me out. Mm-hmm. You know, like Arsenal was hollering at me, you know Chelsea was hollering at me, but Man U, I was like, you're the one. 
You know what I mean? But, had a great story. What was the what was the time frame where that decision was made? Was that Dwight York, Andy Cole era? Yes, was it the yeah. treble? Okay. Had all the ingredients, like a, a Caribbean player, Dwight York, straight out from the Caribbean. Okay. And uh, Andy Cole, I'm assuming, I feel like he's, I always just felt like he was, his parents are Jamaican. So you had that. <laughs> and then the, the, the class of 92. And yeah, uh, yeah. it was just the right time. Fergie, like, you know, the academy grads making the team. It just, those are good times. Yeah. I agree. Those are good times. I mean, I was a huge, I mean, I'm still a huge Man fan. It's hard for me to pick a, pick a favorite, not being from, I mean, I'm from Kansas. Like I don't have any real ties <laughs> to Manchester United or anything. Right. It's just the, 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 the games you watch and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. have you seen the treble? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've seen it. All right. I was just thinking to watch it over again, but speaking of that, while we get this Kev, I don't know if you uh, have the ability to do so. Can you throw up the EPL? Uh, standings while we're talking here because um, Manchester United right now. So the trouble days are done. Those yeah. days are done. And, uh, you know, I don't know what to talk about. You've got Cristiano Ronaldo on your team. Uh-huh. Uh, you got a 1-1, which I caught this game. I caught the, did you catch the Atletico Madrid uh, Man yeah. U Champions League game? Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I didn't see the, I didn't see Man U's goal, but I saw most of the game. Um, how are you feeling then? How are you? Honestly, you know? honestly, yeah, well, listen, you got to base how you feel for me on where you're coming from. And, uh, where we're coming from is like, we had a team that we felt because we're man, you and entitled that should be like further. Right. And we're also comparing ourselves to our past. And we're also comparing ourselves to the teams ahead of us. And now we have a, I always wanted a German coach. Like once I had a feeling that Ali was gonna go and we got Ragnick. And there are doubters because he's never coached a major team. But uh, a lot of those doubters are terrible pundits that only are like, can you curse on this thing? Oh, please. Did you not notice I already cursed? But yeah, 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 no, I'm kind of, kind <laughs> you're of, free. but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah no, like, you're free. A lot of pundits are like star. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. They're like that person have to have like these credentials or credits. And then they also forget that those people had to start somewhere to have these credits. And, and it's like, they only are in love with them from the moment that they have all these like trophies and these credits. So, so I, I like Ralph. I like how we play. Like, and I don't expect us to be where we're going to be within three months. You know, I would like us to be, but I think our team, now that we have a good system, what we lack is mentality. And I, I can tell you the teams that have mentality right now in the league, the, the mentality yeah. that we need. Uh, and the teams below us. I'm, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Man City. Awesome. Like that winning. Has, uh, okay. awesome. Man City has it. And it's not that it's that's too easy to say, that they have it, but they definitely have it. But I'm looking at like teams that like are on the come up or they just need that, 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 that like, it's kind of easier for Man City to have it because they bought the people to have it, you know, but like teams like Arsenal has mentality, you know, teams like Southampton right now has mentality. Mm. That's true. And uh, like, like they're going to win it like Newcastle. Is either going to give you a difficult game or they're going to win a difficult game, but you're not going to get anything for free. They, 
like Eddie Howe has turned the mentality of Newcastle around. So we need to be like, have just more mentality. Like totally. And and, and that's what's missing. Okay. All right. So uh, you guys sit now looks like in fourth. Right. At the time of recording, you guys are in fourth. That's not bad. I mean, you're well off. Man City's basically got it, almost got it locked up, right? Are you going to have a Champions League spot? We hope. We're not going to get with, I don't want to be negative, but we we just tied with Watford and we dropped points. And if you looked, Arsenal has three games in hand. I heard, yeah. And they're only, let me see how many points. Two points. Two points. And with yeah. their mentality, and I they see. play all their games, are they gonna pass? like? We can we have to play them so we can beat them. But our mm. next few games are against Man City, Liverpool, and I forgot who else. So we get that's, we didn't take the easy points. I see. Yeah. Well, these are gonna be make or break games. That's tough. You never you never like that uh, as well, especially when you're still in the Champions League. You want to be nice and rolling. I mean, I've played in European competition uh, mm-hmm. as well. Played in the Europa League and. Damn one of the best things ever was when you, cause the level, the level, when you play in the Europa league, uh, mm-hmm. even these are the, the qualifiers still too, but like, obviously it's the best of whatever a country that's there in one to some countries. They're like number two, right. Uh, because of the rankings. Uh, and, um, we played, uh, we played Shamrock Rovers. Actually, we played an Irish, uh, team in our first yeah in our first uh-huh. one and like they're like the most historic more or less club very very good you know very good players lots mm-hmm. of young solid guys play them play our both rounds in between those games we had a league game right you know just like right. whatever you play thursday i'm telling you the league game it seemed like the other team was walking the level of the europe oh, league yeah. games is just so boom 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 but the one thing I would hate to have if I was pushing to try and make it to the Champions League is to play mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid on Wednesday and then have to, have to win the game against Man City on Saturday to stay alive. Now you don't have any of that. You have no low letdown, no, no break. You know, you should be, you want to have a time where you can either rest players or you guys can kind of rest mentally. And uh, that makes it harder if, uh, you know, they're going to go Manu, Atletico Madrid, then they play Liverpool, then you play Leicester City, then you play Everton, and in between that, you play Atletico Madrid. Uh, well, we oh, no, played sorry, them so once already. Yeah, so, so there it is. The second leg played, is the, yeah. Yeah, we played them, then we played Watford. Watford is at the bottom of the table, and we should have beat Watford and got the three points. So just in case we drop points against City and Liverpool and the other team you mentioned, we would have been good, but we, 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 we dropped it, and we... We had like 20-something shots, and yeah. we controlled the game. We just didn't put the ball in the back of the net. What are your thoughts on uh, Ronaldo? Are you going to see him in a man you Actually, to be honest, I mean, we all know it's going to depend on how the rest of this year goes and the World Cup. Uh, but before that, we got the summer transfer window. What, what are you, you happy he's there as a fan, or what's the deal? Uh, to be honest, we didn't need him, right? But the fans were like ready to like grab torches and go down to his house (laughs) and and light a circle of fire around it if he went to man city and (laughs) everybody was like trying to get the owners or whoever they knew at the man united to do something to make sure he didn't go to city so then he comes and then he he scored 
goals and I feel like he's good and he's bad for us because if he was the perfect person he'd be nothing but good for us but because you know he has an ego and some of that ego is what got him to where he has he's kind of good and bad for us like if you know to sit out a Ronaldo for a game or two which he probably needs because you're asking a 37 year old to press an 18 year old yeah you know what I mean he's not, not just asking to play forward First of all, he was a winger who just started playing forward, and now we want him to press. Yeah. But but he doesn't want to not start. He always wants to start. Like, That's it looks bad if he doesn't start, but he looks tired in some of the games. Like, uh, okay. Even, like, listen, all the team is tired. That's why we have sure. fall-offs. Like, we start games strong, and then we have fall-offs. So, so if all the team is tired and they're younger than him, then he's tired. So then, But the problem is, how much is the board demanding that Ronaldo play? How much control does the coach really have? And, and, and that's the problem. It's like the board doesn't give the thing completely to the, to the coach. The coach, yeah, exactly. About marketing and Ronaldo has to play when yeah. probably some games he should sit down. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. He, uh, I didn't think about that as much. You know, the pressing is a huge thing because he looks good to me like when i see him moving i see that he looks like okay this dude looks sharp and he's dangerous and the amount of goals and the type of goals that he scored to keep man U alive earlier are priceless right, right. i mean those are it almost seems like he wouldn't be there right now if mm-hmm. he wasn't there uh so yeah i here's my this is what i said almost two years ago when he was still at juventus and I'm, I'm, I think I'm like 25% right now. I said that <laughs> coming to 2022, here's what I expect. Uh, I think I said that he would leave Juventus before uh, coming to the MLS. This was, I got that right. I said that in 2022, I did not expect his season to go the way that it, you know, the best, like an excellent one. And then I said he would go to the World Cup and that the World Cup would be in the, in the winter that, that year. Mm-hmm. And that as soon as that's done, whether he has a good one or a bad one, dude's gonna he's gonna be in the MLS. That was my that was my prediction. He'll turn 38 in January before the season starts in the MLS. It works out perfectly. If he goes and has a good World Cup, you know, anything's possible. I, I don't know if they can win it or do I, I don't really care. It's just mm-hmm. the window, it just looks like it lines up perfectly for I mean he might even leave again man you before in this time I don't I don't know that that would be a smart thing to do to be honest to to try and move again at the end of this before a world cup year I you know I don't know I don't know what you think but that's my theory I, I, I'm not like mad at Ronaldo as far as like if he stays another year right mm-hmm. it's just you know Ronaldo's an amazing physical specimen like maybe even one more year like say this season finishes like, like you get better when you're used to something. So true. And he might be even better, even though he's 38 next year. Next year, just with a system like this, like figure out like, you know, like, oh, this is, you know, he might just have more endurance. Like the whole team needs more endurance. So he might be even better when he's older next year, just because it's the same system and he's figured it out and more used to, you know, first he has to, rejoin the pace of the Premier League and now we've added press into it. I don't think 
he's ever really been on those type uh, of teams. Like I can't remember what, how Juventus played. No, 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 no. That was not that was not necessary for him. I mean, they mm-hmm. they did a very good. I mean, excellent counter. Juventus has excellent wingers, and they got Chiesa. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you had Pjanic for a little bit in there, and but they are legit. The ball moved quickly, got to him, point mm-hmm. A to point B, boom, boom. He just got to put it away. Uh, speaking of those guys that are extending, you know, Ibrahimovic is doing his best Tom Brady impression. I don't know how much the Serie A you are, but he is ridiculous. He spent most of the season hurt and he still has 12 goals. There are guys out with, you know, uh, however many they've played the whole season and they don't have 12 goals. It's shocking because I think he'll, I think he's 40 and he'll be 41 during this year. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, yeah, he's ridiculous. I don't know how much uh, AC Milan. Do you catch the Serie A at all? You catch anything else? I catch. This is what I catch. So it's it's like I have access to everything except PSG games, but I still watch uh, the PSG games. So I like like later on, but I yeah, yeah, I watch yeah. like yesterday. I watched. I'm a Real Madrid fan, but right. I'm really curious about Barcelona. So like last <laughs> night, right. I watched. The Barca game just because they have these kids that's just playing on a like it's like they're literally Pedri and Gavi are and uh, Frank De Jong are literally I don't know how Barcelona did it with all their financial trouble they figured out they have the next Xavi and Iniesta not just for Barcelona but for Spain like these kids at the age that they're playing and how good they are and the situation that they're thrust in and how they're embracing it is, is like, like, like not every, not even some of the most talented people could handle this like this. There's a focus there and, an, and, a, and a mentality there. So it's just great to see them play. And then they just got Adam Traore and then uh, Aubameyang is there. Aubame, Aubameyang. And uh, then they got yeah. Dembele. <laughs> yeah, Dembele's like, still there. Like no, just I the said, drama yeah. of Dembele is like <laughs> it's like you don't make you're not staying, get out. Yeah. You didn't get out, we'll never play you. Yeah. All right, we'll play you. Yeah. We'll play you the crowd booze. Then yesterday yeah. he had one goal and two assists, and the crowd is cheering him. You yeah, know, yeah. because it's not he, he's in a difficult position because uh, Laporte wanted him to sign. He didn't want to sign. And what and can you blame him for not no. wanting to sign yet? Like you you are shitty club. You posted <laughs> Messi's uh, yeah. contract to shit on him. Like yeah. you you lost to Messi. You you've done bad financially, and I know the fans are loyal, but they have to realize that the fans can't choose another club. So this is their club. <laughs> so, That's so, so they're true. stuck. But f- fuck Barcelona. Like yeah. if a player doesn't want to sign. Like the fans got to have some understand. They don't have to, but I understand. Totally. Totally. I, I mean, I got the whole drama too. I actually was shocked that they couldn't figure out something to, to get it to move away, but it's crazy to see how that stuff happens. And you know, you were talking about coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if this is a, a, a correlation here in, in what you do, but you know how you were like, Oh, I, who has the real power in, at Man U? Is it mm-hmm. Nike? Is there a Nike rep that comes in and says, Hey, I'm sorry, but he's got to he's got to play because I've seen that I've witnessed stuff like that. Or or is the board come on and say, why would we go get Ronaldo if you're going to sit him out for two games? You can't sit out. Or is Ronaldo able to at this point to say to the coach, 
coach says, Hey, I think it'd be best for you to rest. And he'd say, Hey, maybe you should take a rest. Like, or if I don't play, you're, you're gone. You know what I mean? There are all sorts of situations. I've seen all of them. So you never really know who all of those scenarios are happening. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. That's so so true. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, that's, I will, because I was going to ask if there's a correlation between stand up. Is there, because trying to get a gig and then getting a gig and then now you're in, is there somebody else that pulls the strings? Like, because on the outside, most people just, when they look at like a, a soccer game, a football match, they're just going, oh, these are the best players on, you know, like the best guys are the ones for the job. And it's like, well, right. yeah, and yeah, and no, you know, I've right. played on a lot of teams and like, yeah, you know, but also, no, like that guy's right. his, his uncle is the director. Oh, he's right. married to this. You know, there's all sorts of stuff. So you guys have that same sort of fuckery in stand up or is you avoiding that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, damn, first of all, just hearing you say that, I, I know I, I'm not saying like, I'm like, damn, I, I identify with it. And I said, that must suck, especially if you've been in situations like that where where you should be playing. But, you know, you, what you going to do. You, what, what you're going to do, there's nothing you could do. And then fans think like the team picked is the best team. And, and that's kind of messed up. But as far as comedy, there's definitely when we like look at like who gets specials, like there's a weird thing going on where not the best comics get specials. Like when you look at like Netflix or just even Comedy Central before, whoever is in charge of comedy, you would think that they would always put the best comics on. But it's down to like sometimes, sometimes the best comics get on and then sometimes the best comics don't. It's just based on your representation, right? Like where you are, like how much influence you have. Maybe if you have an online following that could help get you into the race that you should be in anyway. Or if you don't have the following, it keeps you out of the race that you should be in anyway. So yeah. Yeah, people think they've seen the best comics, but you're not always seeing the best comics. For the most part, you know, you know, the, some of the best comics are getting specials, which specials are the things that propel you. But then, but the beauty of the internet is that people are finding a way to be heard sure. in the way that they should be heard. And that's what I like about it. Even though that's still, that's also starting to get like regulated and, you got to be friends with the algorithm or else. <laughs> yeah. You got to call up the algorithm and yeah. they got to get you there. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you so gotta take the algorithm out to dinner. Exactly. You know, you got to buy his mama a car and not, they're not all the same either. You got to no. TikTok's algorithm is, is it likes to date differently than yes. YouTube's <laughs> and Instagram's. You can't even understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're right because this it's just a weird correlation for life on how some of those things because you said it's like mm-hmm. maybe you don't have the following but you deserve to be there and mm-hmm. so then you have to build a following in order to get in the in the race and you probably shouldn't have right because meanwhile while you're trying to build up something to to say hey you know will you look at me you got people who don't deserve it getting their first jobs in the race and stuff like that and it's just it's weird because in life no one cares though like. Uh, at the end of the day, they're going to either say, did you make it as a standout comedian? Did you make it as a pro athlete or not? No one's going to, no one likes that guy at the high school reunion, the college reunion going, I could have, yeah, yeah. I, I could have sold out 150,000 people. Like 
or I could have played be like, pro. Why didn't you? <laughs> They're gonna say, why didn't you? And yeah. you'll have an excuse, and it'll still be shit. And uh, <laughs> so no one really cares, you know. And I, I do find that weird. But I was gonna ask, do you prefer then now? Because you're right about the whole special thing. There's so many specials now. I mean, I mm -hmm. I'm 36, mm -hmm. and I'm still playing, right? And right. it's a new world also now when you have guys over their 30s that are just like, why should I stop? Do I feel fine? You know, right. like I that's feel, dope. I feel fine. That's the, you know, that's, that's changed. That wasn't like that. It wasn't like that 15, 20 years ago. They used to and retire you once you start heading to 30, like 30 <laughs> was just like the winding down period, but exactly. But de yeah. definitely. So you, you keep yourself healthy, you eat good. And you, uh, the thing is though, I don't know how many of the reason it's changing now, I think, is because those of us that are in our 30s now that are playing new in our 20s, like Ronaldo's been eating chicken and rice or whatever and nothing else, like bland chicken and fish for a very long time, right? right. And I avoided drinking, I avoided right. drugs, I avoided all, you know, all that stuff mm -hmm. because I knew I wanted to play for as long as I want, because this is the best job for me ever. Because right. I just, today I went out in the sun and just hung out with my friends and mm -hmm. kicked the ball. And then I went home and I went home before you even had lunch, like okay. before you went to your lunch break. Right. So that mm -hmm. for me is a great, that's a great setup. So I think that part of it is advances in technology, understanding of health and all those things. Every generation gets a little bit better, you know, mm -hmm. with their understanding of how this and that and yada, yada, yada. So I think it's just going to change. I think what's going to end up happening is that it won't be 30 anymore. It's going to be, all right, let's start checking people out at 35, you know, and then yeah, yeah, 40, yeah. it will be a new like, whoa, you know, because it's just clear across the board. If you look, there are all these guys just playing. Danny Alves coming back at this time. Like, it's just, it's unheard of. Yeah. You did yeah, not Danny, see that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm looking at Danny Alves at Barca and I can remember when Barca was like, Hey man, Thank you for your years of service, but you're at a certain age. Peace. Yeah. And I was like, he's still fast. And then <laughs> yeah. the team that thought he was old when he was 33 brought him back at him 38. Back. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. killed Atletico Madrid. And then yesterday, he just knows the system. He's still fast. And it's, and it's like he came back basically on a free. And it's like he should have never left. You just no. thought he aged out. And then what Ibrahimovic is doing. You just mentioned him at 40 yourself. And, yeah, and Frank Ribery is in Lewandowski. Italy. Lewandowski. It's all, it's happening across the board. Aaron Van Robin, yeah. I think, I think he just got bored. I don't know if he still continued, but the dude got bored. So he just retired. And then mm -hmm. pandemic happened and he probably was sitting at home just like, what am I doing? Like, why did I have, <laughs> I didn't have to stop. So he came right. back. <laughs> Where is he you at? Know? He's one he, of my favorite players of all time. Oh, what a great player, huh? You, everybody knows what he's going to do, but you still can't stop it. Right. Can't stop it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he was, uh, he went to, I think it's an heir to his old hometown club uh, oh, right. in Holland. But uh, then the pandemic happened. I lost, I lost touch. I mean, I was following it, but Frank Ribery went to Fiorentina after leaving uh, Bayern. And then he just joined, I think, Salerno. So Kevin will check for us and, and, and let right. us know. But he's captain. He's captain of the Serie A club there. Damn. Um, playing well. Playing, playing well. So, so anyway, yeah, long story short, everybody is, you know, things have changed. That's just, we're just going to have to. Okay, so Robin did officially oh, retire. Did retire. But, okay. um, but what I was going to ask, though, I didn't get to ask. Did you think it was better 
back in the day with the, it, you got to be the top of the top comedian. Then we'll give you a sitcom and uh, then we'll, we'll get you, you know, a special. Or do you prefer this now? Hey, lots of people got specials. Good luck. You just better make your special better than everybody else's special. What would, what did you prefer? Because I mean, there's a, there's less chance for that, but you get that quality is just, you know, it's just there. Well, here's a crazy thing. Like I felt like before when they gave specials to people, they were the right people. Like when, when you look back to like all the HBO half hour specials, those were some really special specials, but like they, I don't, I guess they did it on purpose when they called it a special, right? <laughs> Comedy special. But that word rang true. Like, you'd be like, damn, like, when Damon Wayans did his, or Martin did his, or Robin Harris did his, or just anybody. You know, there's, there's white comics, too. And you're like, damn, these motherfuckers are funny. Like, like I think Jim Carrey did one. And it's like, like, these were top people. And then there's some stations that needed programming. So they gave oh, even more, they, they, you know, it's like the MLS, right? So the MLS has starts out with say, how much te teams did they start out with? I think we started with eight or six. Like, I think eight it was eight six. though. Yeah. So then it got to the point where they increased it. And then the more you increase it or, you know, the, the more, the, the, the less quality comes in, you know, because you have to, you have to stretch this, the, 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 For sure. the concentration of this thing over a bigger area. So it's just less concentrated. So, so then, then they just started letting in, in people. But if you're not, if you're going to let, let in people that, that are not as funny as the top people, let in the funniest next set of people, but not, that wouldn't always happen. So now you have the internet to like balance things out. Yeah. You know? okay. I just wish I'd used the internet more earlier. Really? To have yeah, yeah. establish yourself in a, in a, in a high, that's a very, that's yeah, a very yeah. good point. Uh, so that's, <clears> you know, sure. Sure. I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, now, because we just live in this world where the transitions are so huge. I mean, now we're, we're, we're doing this, uh, through zoom. Zoom didn't really exist five, six years. You did it. I don't, I mean, I don't really know. Just poof. Right. And then now, yeah. You know, uh, we had uh, a guy in our uh, company say, hey, we should probably be on TikTok. So we were just like, all right, do it. And we kind of got there pretty early. Now we have 200,000, you know, TikTok Damn. followers, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the majority of it right now, we're kind of focused on language content. I speak a whole bunch of languages. So last time, that's a, another cool thing yeah. that we, uh, I speak nine languages Damn, uh, currently. And um, that's it. That's all. I mean, I'm trying it, to. You got to get it together, bro. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not at my goal. I'm not at my goal. So, you you know. Uh, so, yeah, the just uh, things move so quickly. But, yeah, just like on YouTube, um, you know, we started ours, I think, in 2016, I think. Uh, and uh, thank God we did. Because with each second, there are so many more new channels. And it doesn't mean that they're better. I'm not right. saying that we're not, you know, up there and that we don't deserve it. We do. It's just, it's, there's so much noise every yeah, new year. There's so much more noise. And like we said about the algorithm, you might have the best. And I have seen some great stuff and there's just 10 views, 20 views. I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. hope this person doesn't quit. Yeah. yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, because that's just, that's just how it is. But what's, uh, what's the plan for you then over these, these next few months, are you going to be back touring? Are you 
getting used to it? What's the, you know? Uh, I just did a, not this weekend past, last weekend I did the Grand Comedy Club. But this weekend I'm going to be in Austin. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do the Creek in the Cave in Austin. So I'll be there for the weekend. And then I'll be back here. I might end up writing on a show. And then, but I still have to like do the local spots like the Laugh Factory and the improv and the comedy store, whatever I can do, just just keep it going for those weeks that I end up writing on the show. Yeah. So, okay. And, I, and then I, for just putting out content, like on my Instagram and my TikTok, I have these, I'm just, just making content and putting it out there so that I know it. if I can't be on the road, then at least I can be somewhere and people can be like, so when I do go on the road, you know, people want to come out and see me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That is a big, uh, that is a big advantage down that you can basically set yourself up for perfect success, which is probably mm-hmm. great. I mean, to, to reach your level, you know, that mm-hmm. you could actually do that. I mean, I'm sure you, I don't think I've ever heard any of your bomb stories. I mean, all comedians have these crazy bombs. Oh, yeah, was, was it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I have no doubt. Right. I mean, I've had yeah. horrendous, horrendous games that I probably can't even <laughs> try and remember, but like, mm-hmm. what, uh, do you have one that comes to mind or does, was there one that shaped you? You know, that you're just like, all right, if I don't get my shit together right now. I mean, I, I guess, I don't know if they, I, I just, there was just, when, you, when I was coming up, comedy was less organized. So there's just like a lot of tough rooms. And uh, I don't know, I just, I, I just like the way I accepted the bomb, you know? You didn't blame anybody. I, you didn't look out for yeah, excuses. Yeah, it's just like, okay. it's just like, like, and, and it's funny how, like when I was bombing in New York, just learning, like, so I started out, in a white club. Then I was getting reps in these white clubs and then some black clubs popped up and it was a different kind of rhythm and a different kind of comedy. So then I had to like acclimate. So acclimating meant bombing, you know what I mean? And then, and then, then you get it and then you can like do both. But then, so I'm like, all right, I'm killing in the white clubs and killing in the black clubs in New York. Right. And then, because you're killing in New York, they're like, hey, we got this show in Philly at this college. So it's me and a bunch of killers from New York, and we go to Philly. But at the time, my openers, opening jokes were all about being Jamaican. And I'm in Philly at Temple University, and none of these people never met a Jamaican in their lives. So you're in an auditorium packed with more people than you played to in a club and you do your first two jokes and it's just silence. Oh, God. And, it, and you know, <laughs> the next two jokes is Jamaican too. <laughs> That's coming after that. Did so. you flip? Did you flip it? Did you improvise? Or are you just like, I'm just gonna roll uh, my set? It, it's so, you're so new. The surprise <sighs> is so overwhelming. Yeah. You can't even make the adjustment adjustment plus now you know oh i i came here with half an hour material but it's really just 10 minutes when you cross the line and leave town (laughs) because that's all they can they're not going to be able to relate to 20 minutes of this and then is the 10 minutes really strong enough to get their attention after you just done three jokes that they're like they're ready to boo 
Like they yeah. they they're warming up their boo 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 boo. They'll, yeah, you know yeah, the whole Philly thing. <laughs> so then, yeah, I definitely got booed that night. Everybody else killed, and you have to ride home with them in the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about <laughs> and it. And <laughs> <the> one that <laughs> Oh God, what were we on about? You it were bombing, fun, fun bombing. Oh. Yeah, I don't know the equivalent of bombing in soccer. Maybe missing a PK or like kick hitting it <laughs> way over. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Like it's like yesterday bad. during the uh Kepa in the League Cup final taking the eleventh penalty. Yeah, Liverpool versus Chelsea in the League Cup final. Uh great game all the way through. Uh two sessions of overtime. And uh in at the end of second overtime, they uh Chelsea switches goalkeepers from Mendy to Kepa. Wow. And they did this in the Super Cup final and won. Oh, Kepa oh. made some saves. Okay, so, okay. Because statistically, even though Mendy's a better goalkeeper, Kepa's a better penalty stopper. Gotcha. So then they put in Kepa. He doesn't save any penalties, but <laughs> all the penalties were like perfect. And so then it goes down to the both the goalkeepers goals. have to take penalties. And uh, the Liverpool goalkeeper scored his and scored. Kepper kicked his over the bar. <laughs> Liverpool won. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm laughing, but God, does that that's not right. That's so hard. Like uh, also, goalies are usually pretty good at PKs. I don't know if you oh, yeah. know this. Yeah, they normally they like to they mess around. I don't mm-hmm. uh, you I've never heard a bit on uh goalkeepers, but if you go to a training like just watch, watch what they do. We give them so much right. shit. Number one uh-huh. for being really weird. Number two, mm-hmm. like we'll be get done. We'll get done with like our warm up and like we'll get them a little bit of extra running. And like you look over to the goalies and like they might just uh-huh. be standing talking. Like they might just be like just little, having a little chat, you know, a little uh-huh. pass back, a little little roll around in the in the whatever. But <laughs> when they're uh, on some of their breaks, they'll take PKs a lot of times. Oh, yeah? they'll, they'll just and because goalkeeper training is very specific and you have mm-hmm. to hit you know, you got to hit like, uh, when you right on the spot, like that's their thing. It's mm-hmm. just like shoot it straight to my hands. And, and so they, they're normally really accurate with their stuff that when they're PKs, they normally just have like, I shoot upper 90 left corner. And most of the time they're going to hit that percentage around there. But yeah, we give them, we give them so much shit for never doing anything. Uh, <laughs> but most of them are crazy. Most of most goalies statistically when you say crazy. When you say crazy, crazy, how? Oh, because uh, I've heard well, that goalkeepers are crazy, but they are, they are, they are. So here's the thing. Here's my, from my understanding of playing in, you know, more than five countries and, mm-hmm. and seeing this play out everywhere. It has never uh-huh. gone wrong anywhere. The goalies that, you know, are crazy. The ones that seem a little off, they, 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 they they're into some weird stuff. I'm not talking like crazy sex stuff, but like, but they're just like okay. weird. They're just weird. Like into <laughs> into stuff that most of the guys are not. When you can see that on them, when you see that on them, that's fine. It's the goalies that appear to be normal. Mm -hmm. The ones that you can't figure out what's, what's wrong. He comes in, he says, everything's fine. He just, he just seems like a normal guy. That guy's insane. He's insane. (laughs) And uh, so I'll give you two examples. One goalkeeper, (laughs) we, this is on our other podcast. One goalkeeper Uh in this country, Mm -hmm. chicken somehow is a lower league game a chicken ran onto the field and it was exactly like a Zuma incident, except for Zuma kicked the cat, right? I haven't seen the video uh, and, and everything. This dude killed the chicken what? and then 
threw it over the he then threw it over the fence. He ended up getting a whole lot of trouble, all the animal rights and all this stuff. All right. That's one field player is not going to do that. Field players, right. you've seen the field players. They usually just take them off, get the get them off there. He killed the chicken and threw it over the fence. Another one. You got a horrible story in Brazil where a goalkeeper murdered, I don't know, I think a couple people or his girlfriend Damn. and a couple. Yeah. Um, they're they're another they're another they're another species. I know I'm just picking two right now, but like right. if you just if you just leave me here, I'll come up with a a, a uh-huh. 10, 10 point list. And I don't know what it is. And we talked to the goalies about it. And uh-huh. a lot of them, a lot of them say stupid stuff like, yeah, I've been getting kicked in the head since I was a kid. Or, uh, you know, uh, I liked uh, being alone. I didn't want to be running around on the field. I'm working smarter, not harder. Like you guys run and uh-huh. I stand. Well, I don't know. I really don't know what it is. But I've heard that it's the same for hockey. I asked some, some guys and they were like, yeah, they're a little... A little off. Yeah, because they're like, they're like the child. It's almost like, like they're being foster cared. Like, like they got adopted into a family. So it's like, with their position, they belong to the family, but they don't like, like you, you were born. Those are your real mother and father, but they adopted me. I'm just like this sidekick. Like I'm in the family. I eat at the table. You know, <laughs> we go on you. family trips, but yeah. I don't have y'all genes, so I'm different. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Uh, they're good characters, though. Always, mm-hmm. always up for good stories. But listen, uh, where should we throw people? Where, if people want to see more of you, I mean, obviously, we'll link to your Instagram and stuff like that. But where would you want them to go check out? Just Instagram and TikTok. The TikTok is like Ian Edwards Comic 1. We'll find it. Okay. Yeah. And... uh there's two of them. One is not active. There's an Ian Edwards comic, but it's an Ian Edwards comic one. And then okay. uh, numbers is low on that. So I'm trying to get that up. But Instagram, Ian Edwards comic. And, okay. and, uh, and, I, and I tweet about my podcast at Ian Edwards comic on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, dope, man. I, uh, you know, this coming up, we'll finish our season just like everybody else here in Europe. <clears throat> Assuming no World War III. Uh, it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're not too far, but yeah, hopefully this guy, hopefully it's the end of it for now. I'm surprised we didn't even really, we did talk about it. Maybe that was before, but um, we, uh, I I will maybe be out in LA this Mm -hmm. uh, summertime. If we are, we'll definitely come by. Do you play? Do you play ever? Here's a weird thing. I'm about to play today. A friend of mine, he's another comic. His name is uh, Drew. What's Drew's last name? He, why am I blanking on Drew Lynch? (laughs) And he just hit me up midweek and he's like, Hey man, I'm, I'm have a soccer trainer. Who's going to train me today. He's like, do you want to come? It's Monday, like 1 PM. So I was like, all right. Yeah. And I played once in October, which is, which I hadn't played probably (laughs) five years before that. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of comics. And we always talking about how much we love soccer, how much we're into the game but we never seen each other play. So I was like, I, I got to go. And on the yeah, way yeah, yeah. there, I had to stop at the store and buy a pair of boots. I didn't even have boots. Nothing. Like I tried both feet of boots on when I got there. I tried one on in the store. Yeah, yeah. If my right foot fits, because that's where the corn is, then the <laughs> left foot will fit. <laughs> and then I played. Right. I so played like in October. 
and then I'll get you back out. Yeah, there's uh, they got some guys yeah. out there in Venice Beach doing some stuff, and maybe we'll do some stuff with one of the LA teams. So yeah, that would be yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. All yeah, right. yeah, hundred percent. All right, count me in. Uh, Ian Edwards, uh, everybody, check that stuff out down below, or if you're watching this on YouTube in the description box, and we will see you guys later. Peace. All right, thanks, brother.